This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. And I'm Elizabeth Lynch. <laughs> That's me. We're doing something brand new. Mm-hmm. We're doing a top 10. Fresh content. Yeah. No one's ever done one of these before. Mm-mm. Um, There's not anyone who's famous for their top 10 lists or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Dave Letterman joke. <laughs> yeah. It took me a minute. I was like, yeah, I mean, lots of people, lots it's of people very do top relevant. 10. Yeah. <laughs> We thought, you know, if you've been listening for three years to the show, you probably want to know, you know, what are Bill and Elizabeth's favorite shows? And you're probably wondering, because a lot of times Bill will just say to Elizabeth, <laughs> all right, what? why don't you just, you know, at the end of this, we're trying to fill time, give me your top 10 dramas. And I'm like, I don't know. Give me time. So he did. He told me starting last week, maybe we could make this list. So, <laughs> so we're going to be going from... 10 to 1 are... Now you know I didn't rank it. You didn't rank it? Ugh. That's what a top 10 list is. Yes, but... I apologize, folks. This is harder folks. for me. I don't... All right, go ahead. Keep going. You better have these ranked. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> I'll start <sighs> with my number 10. It is HBO's Westworld. This is one of two shows on my list that are still airing. That's still airing? Yes. Yeah. It's in between its third and fourth season. Mm. I just saw that they were filming, I think, in New York recently. It's this far down because I don't think the third season was as strong. Mm. But the first two were fantastic, especially the first season. I just loved so much. So much good acting and writing and a total mind fuck. I mean, do you know like the general premise no. of it? There's this theme park for like really rich people and it's so realistic. You like can't even tell who is AI or not. Oh, okay. And of course there's a twist and there's nefarious stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And there's just like constant twists of like people you thought were real. were actually an AI the entire time. Oh, okay. Um, and then the second season is great too. It gets a little bit weird but that's fine. And then the third season at times devolved into like just shooting a lot of guns, (laughs) which happened in the first two seasons too, but uh, it was just a a little bit much, but overall great show Westworld. My number 10. All right. My number 10, you're going to give me such shit for like that. My, my 10, nine, eight, I think, (laughs) but I'm going to go with, Murder, She Wrote as my number 10. Okay. Now, the reason I'm saying you're going to give me shit about these next one, my 10, 9, 8, is because there's, you know, like, it could be up for debate what category they fall under. Mm, okay. 
com is it a dramedy is it a drama you know like i had a couple like that but like i was looking it up and it was like on enough list where i'm like this isn't just a true comedy there's like sure you know like a like a straight comedy yeah um so i'm gonna go with murder she wrote it's just like classic nostalgia for me it's my started my love of the genre i like a little camp with it there's Mm -hmm. definitely some certainly some dramatic elements i just you know if you've listened to this podcast you know my love for angela lansbury and jessica fletcher and cabot cove and all of that and i just (laughs) i feel like it is like a big part of me when i think of me I think murder she wrote. <laughs> Great. I think it's a it's a character trait or something. Hmm, okay. <laughs> so that's my number ten. <laughs> well, I can guess what one of the other two is. I think. Okay. Um, but I'll start with my number nine, The Leftovers, another HBO show. Mm. Hmm. I almost put this on my list. Mm. It was a really great, yeah. That's a really great show. Yeah, great show. A real thinker. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess there were... I think there was like a character or two that I really didn't like. Maybe that knocks it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was very strange. And I, I both love and hate the ending. Oh my gosh, I don't even remember it now. I mean, you just never find out anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah. some, someone tells you that they found something but my interpretation was she really didn't um yeah what a crazy weird show that was yeah but the leftovers my number nine all right my number nine i'm gonna go with sex in the city okay i know that it probably doesn't uh you know if you watch now i don't think it ages particularly well I know that, like, ending with, like, the last movie that they made kind of left the series, like, the whole, like, thing you mentioned, it's, like, oh, kind of a joke, because that movie was so terrible. Mm. But that doesn't take away for how really fantastic and awesome that show was at the time. And I don't know, just what I felt like it did for me as a young person, like, just kind of, like, sparked my interest in certain in like fashion Having a lot of and, casual sex yeah lots of casual <laughs> sex i don't know just fashion and like this lifestyle that was like kind of new and you know just different to me mm-hmm. um so i was young i was in like college i mean i think i was in high school when it came out but i don't think i finished watching it really until college after college i don't know but um it's a great show it really is like some fantastic. I know it's not your favorite, but it's like. I mean, not- I've barely watched any of it, so. Yeah, it, it's not your thing. I will be putting in a formal request right now. I'm not even going to say request. <laughs> we are going to be watching and just like that when it comes out in December. I don't know what HBO. that is. That's like the like sequel to the series. It's like another series. It's like a spinoff series. With those same women? Yeah, everyone but Samantha. Oh my! Do you not do you not follow the? Oh my god! No, clearly not. We're definitely following different Instagram accounts. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, she's too busy uh, doing Filthy Rich on Fox. Yeah, 
<laughs> also, there's a lot of drama. Oh. She, she didn't want to come back. So anyway, and just like that is the um, the spinoff series on HBO. And so I mm. will be uh, insisting that, that we watch it. Is that a 30-minute show or a 60-minute show? Sex in the City. 30-minute. Uh, 30-minute. 30, 30 Interesting. Yeah, these are borderline choices. Although I know now that you framed it the way you did, there were there were shows that like I didn't even think of, like didn't even pop into my mind as dramas, but that are like definitely dramedies that I probably would have in my top ten. They're probably coming up on your list, so I'll discuss yeah. them. I'll discuss them when we get there. Um, oh shit! I just realized I left a show off that I probably mm, of my comedies of my comedies. I and I that's don't know next where, time. I know. I know. All right, number eight. Killing Eve. Again, almost put this on my list. Mm. So this is the second second of the shows on my list that are still airing. Also in between seasons three and four, I think, right? Yeah. Um, and actually very similar, <laughs> very similar to Westworld. You know, the last season wasn't quite as good, but the first few seasons, especially that first season, man, it was yeah. just so different and unique. And yes, Sandra Oh is fantastic, deserves all of the accolades. Jodie Comer was fucking transcendent. I know. In that in that first season and throughout this entire show, like she's so good. Yeah. So good. This was hard for me to not put it on the list because I agree with you. I really think it's so good. The last season that we watched, I really disliked. I didn't so much dislike the stuff with Villanelle's character, like the story with her family. But I just didn't think it was as strong as the other ones. Yeah. And I just I just couldn't put it on my list for that reason. It was the same thing with, like, with... I mean, I'll just say it. Like, I wanted to put Peaky Blinders on my list for the first two seasons alone. But mm. I couldn't because I just stopped watching it. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't even know what the show is anymore. But, like, that first season was, like... Oh, yeah. So good. Um, fucking amazing. Yeah. I, I had Peaky Blinders on my, like almost made it mm-hmm. list but we never finished it so like there were a bunch of shows like peaky blinders deadwood vikings my brilliant friend like oh yeah they were all great but like i didn't finish any of them right because for whatever reason like i lost interest or i didn't think it was as good as it once was or you know i was busy doing something in life you know same with dead to me i was like i really loved the first season of dead to me i didn't love uh, the second season so yeah. it was like i just can't you gotta have more than one good season to get on exactly. my list <laughs> big little lies yeah but i hated the second season yeah so it's just yeah. it's too bad because i think they really were like that good yeah uh what is your eight is it psych or monk um no oh no okay uh downton abbey oh okay I, I briefly considered this. I love Downton Abbey. Yeah. I, I went back and I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? That was like such a staple. Like I, we had to watch that every week. We sat mm. down and watched it. It was like, and some of these shows like that feeling of like needing to watch it every week before everything was like a bingeable streaming thing. Right. I love Downton Abbey. Oh yeah. It was on PBS, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's just like it, there was like a, a time for it, like a ritual. Yeah. Have some tea at night and watch this. Like I just. Yeah, I feel like if that if it had been like half as long as it actually was, maybe it would have made my list. I mean, the, the later yeah. se- the later yeah. seasons were just. 
it was always just a soap opera, but the later seasons, it was really, really bad. Yeah. But, like, the ratio was better than, like, some of the other ones, the other shows that we mentioned. Sure. Because there were more seasons. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Number seven. My number seven, speaking of terrible finishes, is Game of Thrones. It, it did make my top ten. Yeah. I, I, th- I thought about it for a while, and I just loved the first half of that series so much. Mm-hmm. If it had if it had ended as strongly as it started, it would probably be my number one, or certainly in like my top three or four. Um, but it was also one of the worst finishes to a TV show ever. Uh, I mean, this is not like a new discussion mm-hmm. to, to have. Yeah, no, we've o- talked about o- this. Almost everyone thinks this, uh, but I certainly agree with it. But man, yeah, those first first couple seasons, I mean, just the acting was so fucking good. The set pieces, I mean, it was just it was just such a cool show. Yeah. Such like an event. You know, same thing like every week. It was like, all right, Sunday night, we're going over to Devin and Jordan's yeah. to play board games. And then we're going to watch Game of Thrones. And then we're going to talk about Game of Thrones for 30 minutes before we go home and go to sleep. Yeah. I didn't put that on my list. No. Okay. I, and I thought about it. But I don't, you know, as good as it was, I think that ultimately, like, as we're seeing it in our lists, like, we just have, like, like different tastes of, like, what, like, really, like, speaks to us in the end. Like, sure, even yeah. if a show is, like, still really good, mm-hmm. which I did like Game of Thrones a yeah. lot. I think I skipped one. I think I meant to have Downton Abbey as seven. Okay. But my number eight was Gilmore Girls. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So Gilmore Girls is like, I don't know, my first like coming of age <laughs> dramedy that I love. I, I mean, I, I Are just you going to have an, any actual dramas on your yes. drama list? Yes. Because <laughs> so far you I have zero. I know that it's a dramedy. I know. I mean, this is, this is like, it could have oh, been comedy, but. Down Abbey was a, was a drama. But like. When I think of the other comedies that are on my list, like Gilmore Girls is not it, but it's still one of my very favorite shows. Mm, okay. Fair enough. So it, it's really hard to really... Listen, you can make your incorrect list any way you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number six, The Sopranos, another HBO show. Um, I It's been so long since I've watched this, mm-hmm. but I just remember appreciating it it was probably one of the first shows that i appreciated as like a piece of art like it was just so good like the yeah. writing and the acting and i feel like if i rewatched it now i would appreciate it even more um because i mean you know this aired i don't know how old i was but i'm sure there's things that i didn't pick up on or or just didn't get were we in high school when this came out uh, let's let's see here yeah it started in 99 and went until like maybe 2005 ish Okay. Um, so it's been it's been a very very long time. Although the movie just came out, um, that stars James Gandolfini's son as Tony Soprano, as a young man. Oh, what's it called? The Many Saints of Newark. Hmm. Interesting. Does it look good? Uh, yeah. I mean, I only you know saw a a preview. Mm. I don't really go to the movies, so I don't really watch movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. What number was that? Number six. All right. My number six is Parenthood. 
Now we're getting closer into the drama. Sure. Because this was not a dramedy. This was a true, like, family drama, though. Mm-hmm. Love Parenthood. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It was just like, I love the storylines. I love following all those characters. I love the family aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Big family with lots of siblings kind of reminded me of my family. But I personally don't think that we were as obnoxious or self-absorbed as the Bravermans. That's nice. You can go ahead and argue that. <laughs> um you know, of course, there's like, you know, in every fucking show, there's like a hospital scene where somebody's like in the hospital and the entire family's in the waiting room, which is so fucking stupid. Mm. I hate those scenes. <laughs> there were like multiple ones. There was another thing about like everyone's always showing up at everybody's job. Yeah. Like I'm never going to just like show up at my brother's job and be like, I need to talk to you. I'm having a life crisis right now. It's like, I'm at work. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? However... Drama. I just love it. I love like the, the relationships of them, um, and I also love the set design. Mm. The backyard, the parents' backyard, where they have their dinners outside. You know, mm. string lights. I love it. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever, ever saw an good, episode. Like a good feel, like and like an aspirational feel. Like yeah, there were just five distinct places there well six if you count the one daughter's apartment you know like everything had just had such like a feel like this is a this is this person's home like their home Mm. is like a character too yeah okay well we have we have very little overlap so far on our list yeah not none i think we might be getting to some well we're we're certainly gonna have i think we'll have three i think we'll have three three overlaps okay in the top five um, let's pause and ask everyone to tell us their favorite dramas of all time. And please rip us apart for our lists. Yeah. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Tell us why we're wrong. Go ahead and tell me how I, or, you know. Or agree with us. I mean, there's, how I, I don't, can't count these. <laughs> my, my top three shouldn't really be surprising to anyone. Uh, but let's enter the top five. My number five is Friday Night Lights. Okay. You, uh, <laughs> you you gave me a look. I assume it's somewhere in your top five. Yeah, it's in my top five. Okay. Um, I just didn't want to give it away yet. I wanted yeah, to, yeah. to talk about yours. Uh, <laughs> other than one fucking weird season that I think was shortened, right? It was season two or three. I think it was season two. It might have been two. I think that was the writer's strike. Yeah. That might have been it. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yes, uh, it does. <laughs> but other than that, fantastic show. I mean, come on. Coach and Tammy. I know. <laughs> Remember that was going to be our Halloween costume, and then we just like stopped going to Halloween parties? <laughs> we have so many good costume ideas from all these shows that we watch, but that would have been a great one. Yeah. Uh, you could talk about it when you... Uh, have it on your list but what's your number five okay so my number five is love and that was with gillian jacobs and paul rust oh yes so i think he wrote it but he's also like the voice in someone on the great north yes right he's like the little kid on the great north i love this show i saw this listed two ways as a drama 
and as a comedy, like as a rom-com. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't consider it a comedy. Like, yes, it was funny. There was a lot that was really funny. To me, it was more of a drama and the dramatic relationship between these two people. Okay. And I really loved it. It was like three seasons. I was really sad when it was over. Mm. I just wanted to keep watching it. And I sometimes I, I wish that it was still on and that I could keep watching it. I thought Gillian Jacobs was so good in it. And, like, she's such a jerk in it in the beginning. (laughs) And Paul Rust is, like, you know, he's, like, the nice guy. But, like, he has those moments in there, too, where, like, he's a total dick about stuff. You know, like, where, like, nice guys just, like, you know, they're nice. So they can kind of get away with the stuff they say. And he, like, says some, like, really hurtful things to her that, like, she doesn't deserve, even though she's kind of, like a fuck up you know what i mean like she it, yeah and i just really love the way they played with that relationship because i think they really you know did love each other and i just wish the way it ended was was good i just wanted more and so i feel like that's a sign of a really good show and you're like you're not like okay, yeah good that was a satisfying ending like i just want to know more about <laughs> them so i i really recommend that show and i think you would like it a lot too i would watch it again with you happily if you wanted to ever watch it yeah sure put it on the list <laughs> it's only like eight, i mean i think it's only, it's only 30 minutes so it could be one of our you know mm, no maybe that shows maybe all right so we're entering the top four okay my top four are like in a different class as far as i'm concerned like my top four are clearly my top four like the other ones don't even touch them okay. and I could argue for any one of these being my number one. Mm-hmm. So I have them in order, but like I could easily mix them up Switch on them. a different day. Okay. Uh, these are like the greatest okay. as far as I'm concerned. So number four, Better Call Saul. Okay. I'm pretty sure I can like predict your top four right now. I'm sure you can. Yeah. I'm sure you can. Well, why don't you try to guess my top three uh, after, okay. after you go. But Better Call Saul spin-off to Breaking Bad. It it has way less action. It's a total character study of this guy, Saul mm-hmm. Goodman. I mean, Bob Odenkirk is so fucking good. I mean, the cast is incredible and his on-again, off-again girlfriend in the show, Kim Wexler, is not an actress that I've ever seen in anything before. She is fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, talk about all-time great performances. She's so good in this show. Um, and the entire time, I mean, you know where this character ends up and you know, like his relationships with these people in the show are not going to end well yeah. one way or the other. And so this whole time your heart's just like breaking and like, it's just tense this whole time as you're waiting for the next shoe to drop. But oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Is this something you could watch separately from Breaking Bad or do you really need to have that world before? <sighs> I think that you can, and I think most of it would still play fine. I mean, you know, it's it's great acting and writing mm-hmm. and a really well-executed, well-produced show. So, I mean, on that front, you'd be fine. But, you know, every season starts with a scene of Saul Goodman, like, present day, like, after the events of Breaking Bad, just to show you where he is now. And, like, there's a little mini storyline. So, you, you're not really going to understand why that's happening. Okay. And 
I mean, a lot of the characters in the show you see later. So you have that context for knowing mm-hmm. where their characters are going. So I don't know. I don't know. I think, I, think, I think you could, and I think you could still really enjoy it and appreciate it. Ideally, you probably want to watch both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I kind of like have a similar... I mean, I don't feel as strongly about these four in the same way you're talking about your top mm-hmm. four. But like the order of them, or at least between three and four, could be switched, Okay, I think. So my number four is Friday Night Lights. Okay, nice. Oh, we were pretty close. Yeah. Four and five. I just, I love that show. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> we watched it really late. Like we did, that wasn't a week to week one. That's one that we binged and it was just like, yeah. we got to watch more. I just love that one. Um, I mean, I don't really know what else to say about it. I just thought that some of the, perf- that's one of those shows where like there were some performances in there that I was just like, ugh. Yeah. Like enough, you know, like the, that's why like that's like annoying to me. Yeah. But and like some storylines that were just dumb. I'm just like, this wouldn't happen. <laughs> but like, I really love Coach and um, Tammy and I really love Tim Riggins. Well, like, I know. I know you I, do. N- I'm not just hot for him, which I like I am, <laughs> but like. I, the, I, my heart, like, I don't know. <laughs> just like, like he doesn't have a mom. Like, you know, his parents aren't around and he's just like, he and his brother are just taking care of themselves. And like, he's really good at heart. Like all of that, like <laughs> classic, like stuff that like girls shouldn't, all that problematic shit. That's what I love him for. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, yeah, we can have like better heroes but he's still like a person and he I just really loved him. Yeah. Again, and I wanted things all the shitty thing like I wanted to rewrite stuff because I didn't want him to be shitty. That's how much I liked him. Yeah. And I think ultimately like he was good, but like he just did dumb shit because he was like fucking like he was a high school kid. Yeah. Um I just sometimes really wanted him to be better. Yeah. Because he was so cute. <laughs> Um, yeah, great show. I mean, your criticisms of like some of the performances and that second season and some of the storylines is why. I mean, it's still it's still my fifth favorite show of all time. Like, I love yeah. it, but that's why it's like separated from this pack of four that I think are just like on another tier. Yeah, I'm gonna predict your top three. Okay, and I think I'm gonna get them in the right order. Okay, I think that your three, two, one are as follows: Mad Men. The Wire, Breaking Bad. Okay. So my number three is Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm guessing this is on your list as well. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I mean, so many great performances. Like, holy shit. Um, you know, Jared Harris. <laughs> uh, was great he was such a creep though too like the yeah. way he was like he would like come on to yeah um what's her name oh what was, I mean, her, what was her name joan the way he oh, like yeah. came on to joan and stuff he's yeah. just so creepy but. i mean that what a i mean everything about the show was so good it was so character driven mm-hmm. and you know slow paced slow burn at times but then it's punctuated by these moments like lane committing suicide mm-hmm. or like this other big 
thing that happens. Um, but yeah, I, I assume that this will be on your list, so uh, we can talk about it more then. But number my number three is Mad Men. Okay. My number three is The Good Wife. Okay. Now, you never watched this. Now, this is like the one thing that I say, like, CBS did right. A CBS show on a your CBS all-time show. favorite list. I'm sorry. The Good Wife is like such a good drama, and it's like... It's not even... I feel like all of these... I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm trying to find... Were any of them besides... Oh, okay. Friday Night Lights and, and Parenthood. Network. And Murder, She Wrote. We're yeah. all network. But like this was a great network drama. Everything about it. There was like lots of intrigue. I mean, like you loved her. You hated her. Like you're... The, the storylines with the kids were so good. Like I just... Mm. You know, like you, your heart broke for them because their parent, you know, their dad was a piece of shit who cheated on their mom. And then, but it was so public. And so they're like standing by their mom's side who then like later has to fake this relationship for like political reasons. And they're using her relationship with her husband to like help her and her law firm. Like she goes back, basically she goes back to work in law. Right. Because of this shit that happened with her husband. He's in jail. So, like, I ju- it's just... She just, like, goes from being this, like, meek... Not... I don't want to say meek, but, like, she is the good wife. Like, literally. She stands by her politician husband, and she raises the kids in this, like, upper middle class suburb suburban area of Chicago. Like, it is, like she is the good wife. Yeah. And then she just like kind of becomes like ruthless. And at the end, there's some things where you're just like, fuck you. Like you kind of like hate <laughs> her for some reason, you know, for yeah. some things. And I think one of the last, one of the last scenes, I don't remember if it was the last scene or just like in that last episode, but Christine Bransky's character just slaps her across the face. Oh my gosh. And it was like not even like, it wasn't like that kind of like soap opera shit. Like, oh, you're just going to slap him. But it was like, she fucking deserved it. Like, <laughs> she just like started to like be out for herself. It was just, it was mm. a fantastic show. Cool. So. Like my wife. CBS show. <laughs> <laughs> my number two is the wire <laughs> now i could have switched these up i know i know i just but i, I knew ha- how your brain was working and i knew that i was gonna be right uh, oh so my number two is also the wire by the way oh i was gonna say so i know your top two yeah um so we watched this way late like way 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 late yeah 2016 uh, is when we started it yeah because i remember it was after billy was born and we would watch it late at night when, like, I would be nursing him on the couch. And we'd watch The Wire. And he'd, like, fall asleep to The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, like, he was so brand new. Like, we really binged this. Like, we, like, re- kind of tore through it. He was so brand new that it was, like, I wasn't worried about screens or anything. And he was, oh, like, facing yeah. my boobs. He wasn't paying attention. You know, yeah. like, but it was just, like... I remember being like, oh my God, there's like gunshots and like bad words and all this stuff. But like, it doesn't mean anything to this like infant. Like he doesn't know what any of it is. Like, yeah. and I remember there were some times where 
you know, like we had this schedule worked out in like the first like couple of months where like you would take him from like eight o'clock or so. And I can't remember if it was like after, like I, like maybe I would feed him and then like you would take him and maybe like put him to sleep or just carry mm-hmm. him and bounce him while he cried. Like whatever it was, you had him like from like eight o'clock to like midnight and I would go in and sleep. Right. I slept for those four hours cause I had him pretty much the rest of the night. And I remember there was like one time where you like put him down to sleep and you're like, all right. And I was like, all right, let's watch one more. And you're like, are you sure? Like you should be sleeping. Like he's (laughs) sleeping now. Because you would just like keep him. I guess like he would be sleeping and then like his first wake up or something. Like whatever it was, you were like with him. Yeah. And I was like, no, I want to watch another one. Like it was like that kind of like, (laughs) it was like so crazy because it's like, um, hello, woman with a three week old baby. Like you should go to bed. Like, (laughs) um, yeah, I mean, what a fantastic show. Per- the performances by just about everybody. I mean, like mm-hmm. Omar Little, um, played by Michael K. Williams, Idris Elba, Stringer Bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael B. Jordan was in the first season. Yeah, he was. I, the way people talked about Michael B. Jordan in The Wire, I was like, oh, he's going to be like a major part. Like, mm. But he <laughs> wasn't. I mean, he was in the first season. but Yeah. Uh, Avon Parksdale, Marlo Stanfield, Bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's just so many iconic scenes. R.I.P. Michael K. Williams. I know. Yeah. That's really upsetting. We like just saw him in uh, yeah, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Country. Yeah. Yeah. He was good in that too. Which I also wanted to put on my list, but I was like, it just was one season. Like there were certain things that I felt like I hadn't fully digested yet. And I couldn't like put it on my list. Yeah. You know? Um, Man, just some of the all-time greatest characters on television. And shittiest. Oh, yeah, like sure. Like personalities, not like yeah, bad yeah. acting. Yeah. Um, I mean, second season, decidedly the weakest of the five. Uh, <laughs> yes. But, man, just a great show. I mean, this aired in 2002. That's so, so crazy. Yeah. It's that like, seems so long ago. It was a long time ago. And, I mean... It does have like a dated look to it. Yeah. Like I think it was after this show, like technology changed or something and TV looked different, but it looks like an older show. Yeah. Um, Even I think the graphics. Oh yeah. Everything about it. You know. Um, but man, even in, I don't remember if it was the first episode where Jimmy and Bunk are at that crime scene and they don't say a single word, but mm. fuck the entire time. Yeah. It was just like so funny and poignant, and I remember reading an article about that scene. Oh, really? About how like the director wanted to like poke a little bit of fun at like the one thousand cop procedurals that are on TV, where they need to over, you know, talk about everything, and it's just a bunch of exposition, like every, Law and Order. Yeah, yeah. Every scene, you're just <laughs> talking and talking to the viewers, and like. People don't. Fu- people aren't fucking dumb. That's not how a cop would talk. Like, mm-hmm. they would just walk around the crime scene. If they found something, they would say "fuck." Right. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, There's no like quippy little like anecdotes right, in there. You right. know. Um, like I guess we know what she had for breakfast or whatever. <laughs> like dumb. Th- you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I don't even know what that means. But like they would find some dumb way to make that. Yeah. Work, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at this, like, cast list, and I want to, like, talk about, like, Wee Bay and, like, all these scenes, like, from the, from the houses and... Uh. 
But yeah, my number two, The Wire. Yeah, you know what was great about The Wire is like, you could love these characters and hate them. I felt like every single character was someone you could love or hate. Yeah. You know, like, and like, just really like feel for them. Like, especially, especially the season with those kids. I mean, you know, like that, that one fucking broke my heart. Like, yeah. Actually, don't even know if you could like hate any of those kids because they were literally children, and I think that that's yeah. why that broke my heart so much. Is like that's it kind of really showed like how how good kids get, how people get into this life. It's like as children, yeah, you know, yeah, that was Bodhi. just really upsetting. Which one was Bodie? Bodie was the one that killed Wallace, but then got killed in the last season. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, he was, like, a a little kid, but, like, still a villain in the first season. Yeah. And then by the end, you're like, oh, man, Bodhi got killed. Yeah. (laughs) Was that your number two as well? Just heartbreaking. That was my number two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that show. I don't think I ever want to watch it again, though. (laughs) Oh, really? I mean, you know, I mean, maybe I would. It's just like, it's a hard, it's a hard one to watch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, and it would take a huge chunk of time, but I would love to at some point mm-hmm. watch it again just because it was so good. Uh, my number one, predictably, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I know that's like so cliche. It's like everyone's favorite show, but there's a reason. It was great. Yeah. Brian Cranston was fucking fantastic. Every character, Vince Gilligan's writing I mean, there's nothing I can say that hasn't been said a million times, but it really was a fantastic show. I mean, the tension in like every scene was incredible, like no other show I've ever watched. There were so many like little clever nuggets hidden in there. This is one of those shows where I would read about the episode afterwards because you think it's just this like flat thing about meth and whatever else, but there were so many hidden metaphors and like really cool meaning behind everything that they did on that show. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not one of those people that like worships Walter White cause he was an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. But that transition of him being this like father and teacher into this like fucking monster was yeah. what was so captivating about it. Uh, so yeah, breaking bad. Wow. Do I know you or do I know you? You know me. But I mean, honestly, those top four again, swap them around. You could you can convince me. Yeah. I, I I struggle even between Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, which like when Better Call Saul started, no one was ever thinking it would be that good. Yeah. Like, as good as Breaking Bad, and like on the right day, I could argue for Better Call Saul as the best yeah. show. You know. Interesting, because that was your ten. What your number ten? What was Better Call Saul? No, it was my number four. Wait, what was your number ten? Westworld. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I, I should mention, I said earlier on that only two shows were still running, Westworld and Killing Eve, but Better Call Saul is still running as well. Oh, okay. There's still one more season. Well, my number one is Mad Men. I had a feeling. I just, you know, again, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, not that I want to apologize, although I feel like I've apologized for every single show I've mentioned on here, <laughs> um, just for fear of being judged by everyone, but like... I, I get it. Everybody loves Mad Men, especially, like, white girls in their 30s. Like, you know, like, <laughs> this is, like, <laughs> this was, like, our time. This was our show. Yeah. Um, You know, we pick out pieces of furniture to fit this era. <laughs> we had a bar cart. We had a Mad Men party. 
I don't know. I just, this show is so good. The acting was so good. The writing was so good. We touched on it when you were talking about it. But I like really think it has some of the most iconic like images. Like when I think about like different scenes, I mean, lines that I could repeat. My favorite is like when he says, that's what the money is for. <laughs> that was your ringtone You never for a said thank you. That's what the money is for. No, I wanted it to be. I couldn't figure out a way to like isolate it and like record it. Oh, I thought you did it. Okay. No, I don't think I could like set it. I'll try it again. Um, Don Draper was such a jerk, but also like, you know, well, yeah. the anti-hero kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Peggy, what an icon she ended up being. Like, Oh my gosh. That last scene where she fucking, like, I mean, that's all, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, that Halloween costume has been done. Yeah. You know, to death, but like, I would still do it because it is like the best <laughs> the best Halloween costume you could ever have where she's if you don't know what I'm talking about it's like when she's leaving when she's finally like uh, what what did it end up being called in the end uh, whatever the agency when yeah. she leaves the agency in the end Sterling Cooper Draper Price yeah she's got like her box you know her file box full of stuff and it's got her like picture of like a woman fucking an octopus in it and like <laughs> she's got a cigarette hanging out of her mouth and her glasses and she's just like yeah. Peace out, bitches. I mean, that show changed fashion for our entire generation. Especially. Yeah? You think. It, oh, especially for men? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Definitely. You don't think that thing you do did it? Because <laughs> <laughs> don't forget that thing you do came out first. Okay. Well, I'm going to say it was Mad Men. Okay. <laughs> change, change like the whole suit and skinny tie mm-hmm. look. Haircuts, I mean, everything. I mean, yeah. like you talked about, like, furniture, just, like, the whole style. Yeah. Totally, totally our entire generation. Well, like, we <laughs> talked about when we were talking about the Wonder Years. Like, that whole era is so romanticized by, like, a certain, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Group of people. And I think we fit that demographic for sure. Even though, like, they only, like, touched on, I think they only touched on race, like, one time. Like, at one point, like, Don Draper's assistant, like, his secretary, now she'd be called an assistant, but his, at the time, a secretary yeah. was black. Yeah. Right? Yep. So there was, like, this one little scene where they show, like, you know, some microaggressions, like, towards, like, the two or three black women that work there in the kitchen. Yeah. But, like, other than that, they don't really, like, they just, like suggest it where i feel like if the show were coming out now like might be like a bigger yeah theme or something yeah i mean i think you know they went through the years there and like i don't remember what big event was going on and that's the year like they introduced those characters i I thought they talked about it a little bit they did it was just a very overwhelmingly white show oh yeah sure and they probably like you know I, i think that that was like a time it wasn't even that long ago where it was like that didn't matter to people it was like you know this is what i see this is how i see this story like right this is how i'm going to tell it right um and you know we might want i mean they touched on like feminism and sexism and stuff in in the office but yeah um you know probably could do a little bit more which is why i like the wonder years being told the way it is because like they're mm. able to like look at that right right that side but so would you rewatch Mad Men yes 
before The Wire and before you watch for the first time Breaking Bad? Yes. Oh my gosh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I really fucking love that It's only the third best show of all time. It's not even first or second. What? Mad Men. Mad Men's my first. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's my third. (laughs) Oh. Um, All right, everybody. That was our top 10 dramas of all time. Again, tell us what we got wrong. Or maybe you could agree with us. They might agree with us. If you want. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know how many of our shows are on your list. Uh, And join us next week when we'll be talking about something else. Uh, If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch. (laughs) How's that for a teaser? Wow. (laughs) You got to tune in to find out. (laughs) If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can go on to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. And go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Subscribe to the show, leave a review, and tell a friend. And thank you to the Beats for providing our theme music. Thanks, Beats. Watching television, watching television. Watching television.